Gang, that State Trashy Tour is in full swing, and we're coming to a city near you. Round mm-hmm. up the squad and come out and see the boys. I got to keep this one in flatbreads. Achi machi, gang. It's a mix of stand-up and live AYG. We play with the crowd. You've seen the clips. It's a good time. Gather mm-hmm. the crew, and let's go. Shout out to the Army of Garbage. Yeah. Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's new favorite podcast. This is Are You Garbage? Oh, yeah. It's that little show we sit down with your favorite comedians, and we find that they grew up to be classy. Yeah. Or if they're just a big old piece of trash. Trash, trash, trash. I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on a beautiful day. We're out back here at Tootie's in the new edition, living high on the hog. Uh-huh. She just stole a bunch of meat from the grocery store. Okay. So we're going to be eating good for the next couple of weeks, gang. Great. My co-host is coming at you from right next to me, unamused this week. What are you going to do? But he is the CEO of Are You Garbage. He's an international businessman. And even though he wasn't laughing at my toadies, he's my best pal in the whole <laughs> wide world. Give it up for KJ, Kevin James Ryan. What up, gang? Thanks for tuning in. As always, please make sure you rate, view, subscribe on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Full video available on YouTube. As you yeah. know, those numbers are true to roof. Cooking, gang. Then obviously the greatest website of all time, www.patreon.com. Oh, yeah. Gang, check it out. It's a goddamn party over there. Yeah, we love you, gang. And having a nice quick shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the old magic man. He likes grinding rails and humping legs. Give it up for T-Bone McScruffins. It's Toby McBowen, everybody. What up, boys? What up, T-Bone? We got the most Jack dude in comedy yeah. in here, man. Hasn't Fucking touched a real ass. Hasn't touched a grain of sugar in months. Looking straight, sucked out and yoked, bro. Yeah. Looks fucking felt, doesn't he? Does. He looks real good. Trying, boys. I really appreciate He's it. Scarier than usual. Is that, <laughs> is that garbage or is that classy to be in shape? You Who look, knows? You look more Puerto Rican. To be honest with you, it, well, I, that's a very, that is a that is a very interesting thought right like what is is it more trashy to be in shape because i feel like i'm like prison i'm yeah. like a prisoner it sure. depends how you get in shape i guess it's your race if you're white and you get in shape it's classy if you're brown and you get in shape it's trashy no, no. i think you you look classier you got a nice color you got a nice tan you're fucking tightened up you I'm look fantastic i'm feeling pretty good it's been a good summer doggies everything looks clean gang we couldn't be more excited to have our incredibly and i mean incredibly special mm-hmm. guest Back with us again today. We absolutely love him. You know him. You love him. He's got a brand new special light right now on his YouTube page. 30 minutes with Louis J. Gomez. Give it up for the real ass dude, Louis J. Gomez. Yeah. There he is. There he is. Fighting L- shape. LJG in the building. Yeah. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Love are you garbage. Love you guys. You guys are turncoats. You're traitors. You have no spines. <laughs> but we're still friends. If that is not a testament to how fucking good of guys you are, uh. the fact that you guys really, you really hung me out to dry, embarrassed me in front of my family, my friends, my coworkers, and really, you know, just I don't harbor any resentment. I don't think about it every time your name comes up. I can tell <laughs> I can tell you were a little salty when you walked in with you were looking around tooties. It wasn't, oh, man. It was just, all right. Yeah, I wish okay. your producer would hang himself with one of these wires. <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. By the way, this is what the producers do. Yeah. So you guys know, this fuckface, I'm telling you right now, he's he, he, it's all smoke and mirrors. Half of these wires aren't connected to anything. Sure, yeah. He wants you guys to know that he's needed. So <laughs> sure. dude, I, I, I need them to do, There's 17 cameras here. <laughs> Most people do this with an iPhone. Sure. Okay. Sure. It's I, we all know what you're doing over there. <laughs> it's making himself seem important. Yeah. Working, Ca- o- working hard, baby. <laughs> Ca- this is this is what we we figured out years ago that podcasting is like. Oh, you need a camera or two. You need a couple uh, microphones. Sure. That's all you need. And we kind of laughed a few years ago. But you'd go into like. Um, 
You ever do like those Fox News shows like yeah. Red Eye? I haven't, but yeah, no. I know. But you go in and you go in and it kind of looks like this. You're like, we don't need all this. Sure. And here we are again, boys. Well, wait yeah. till the drones come in at the 20-minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> he says we need them. I ain't never seen him use the shots, though. <laughs> I caught him on GarageBand yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what any of this shit does. <laughs> Buddy, congrats on the special. Yeah, Thank man. you. Congrats Thank you to Gas much. Digital. You're producing a bunch of fucking specials. You got them cooking. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. It was six of us that did them. We did six half-hour specials over the course of three nights. It was uh, Dave Smith first. Kurt Metzger just came out yep. last week. Mine's out uh, today officially. Um, and then uh, next week is Colin Turrell, sure. Jordan Jensen, mm-hmm. and then Rich Voss. They're, they're all incredible comedians. Very different, very different perspectives. Just kind of like, it was really a great group. And uh, I'm happy how they came out. They were fucking great. Dude. It's awesome. And I've always said this of you. While you know you ruffle some feathers from time to time with a lot of people, you have done more for New York comedians sure. and or oh, comedy as a whole Stop than fucking anybody. Stop it. It's I, how mean, I, it's, I, I have a pool now. It's all for me. It has nothing, it has nothing <laughs> no, to do with anybody no, else. No, so, do yeah, have a pool. I know. I have goals in mind, and very often some of those goals, the peripheral benefit is that I get to work with some of the best comedians in sure, the world and create sure. amazing projects with really them. Cool. Right? So that's... But it, it is self-serving. I'm not. I'm not fucking out here, no, you know, doing yeah. shit for anybody. I'm. I'm trying to fucking put gotcha. a little money in the bank, put some cash <laughs> for my fucking son to. When I, I, I get hit by a bus, he's got some memories with his pops. He gets there a little bit go. of cash. That's it, man. I've always said this. You are a fantastic father. I appreciate it. You Thank do. You you, you do a lot. You do a lot for him. It's amazing. You're still renting though, right? Still renting. What's going when on? When are you gonna there? buy a place? I'm when are you gonna right buy a place? I'm, You're a businessman. This is it. I'm buying a place. You are. I'm. I'm. Uh, so it was. It's a timing thing, right? Me and my chick. She just moved to the East Coast. She's mm-hmm. been touring a lot. It was just a weird time as she was moving here to buy a place. Sure. I was looking to buy. I was looking to rent. My real estate agent hit me up with the fucking best house. I fucking. I just such a, my house that I live in right now is awesome, and I'm renting it. Right. But it's got a heated saltwater pool. Ooh. It's got an amazing kitchen, like You're, fucking marble. You know, marble white kitchen. Like it's a really beautiful home. Your first move was was to out there, out to Jersey. Yeah. You rented a house. You did a lot to it. You put in the gym. You put all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, people people say that they're like, oh, dude, you renovate. I, didn't, I fucking bought gym equipment. I have that gym equipment. So yeah. it's you know, it's I. I knocked out a couple of walls. What's the big deal? I, the so I, I've been kind of bouncing around to different places, and each place I move into, I realize what I don't like about it. I realize what I want, and now I've officially said I'm never renting again. This love place it. is up next summer. Nice. Um, it's a fucking great house. I really love it. And also now I know what I want. Now I know I need a pool. Mm-hmm. I need a pool, Man. dog. Gotcha. Look need at you living your fucking life. Yeah, Daddy. honestly, I didn't know. I didn't think I'd ever give a shit about having a pool. But now that my son, the the fucking joy that him and his friends have. Sure. Every time they get in that fucking pool, and it's it's just great, dude. I you know. So Man, this guy's is got that a heart place? Of gold. Is that place Gomez Central? Like, does the family come over to to yeah. Uncle Lewis's? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My sister. There's not a my... nicer house than that in a Gomez <laughs> no, family. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the rest of them, but I'm going out on a limb saying that's the creme de la creme. The halfway house. No, my, on my sister. So here's the thing. I fucking it's got a keypad entrance, and okay. my sister just breaks in all the time and steals all my weed. So I, I'm trying to figure Back out up how to, to her old way. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking figure out how to change the keypad. I can't figure out. That's garbage. I can't figure out how to change the keypad thing. I just, I have one in the house. I just got it, and I can't figure out how yeah, to change it either. And they're close by, right? The whole family. The whole family's. My son's mother lives five minutes away. My sister lives five minutes away. Look we're at all, you. We're all right in the area. Look at you. It's wonderful. I love. Yeah, it. You say the great. pool was salt water? Did I hear? Salt water heated. Whoa. Jacuzzi? No. When you get the house. 
probably. Uh, do you yeah. want to build or do you want to? You're gonna buy something. I'm just gonna buy something. I actually yeah. have my eyes on a house right in the neighborhood already. I got. I got I'm looking. This guy's a fucking mover and shaker. I'm ready. Man. I'm ready. It, look, people. You know, people give me shit for for renting. Like, dude, why do you rent still? It's like you gotta know what you want, dude. If I would have bought a house three years ago, like I initially intended to, I would be stuck in a house that I hate. It's just simple as that. No, it's good thinking. Yeah. I, good now, thinking. now I know what I want. I know fucking what I'm looking for, the sure. type of backyard that I want. Like, even now, this house that I have now, I love it, but I'm like, hey, you know what? It needs more privacy in the backyard. Master bathroom needs to be a little bit bigger. And if I would have walked into this house, they would have sold me day one mm-hmm. if it was for sale, 100%. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, I'm fucking, dude, I've been in New York City for 20 years and just used to little tiny apartments and then just, you know... I'm not a suburban guy, dude. I don't fucking know shit about the. You are though now. Now I am. You're taking for three, you take, four years. You take to it very well. But like, I don't because I'm going broke because I'm just paying people to do the things that normal suburban guys do. Sure. So sure. I have a landscaper and a cleaning lady and a fucking guy who comes in and cleans the pool every week. I don't do any of that shit, dude. <laughs> I fuck my wife. I know, have everything. nothing. Can you guys hire me, please? <laughs> it's so expensive. What do you know about wires? It's fucking wild, dog. I'll, I'll wrangle these wires. Do that thing on the arm. <laughs> Remember that thing? Man, I was so impressed by a construction worker that could do that with an extension cord. Yeah, dude. Oh, like, man. real nice, and then they connect it. My mind would be blown. Yeah. I meant you're a good suburban guy in a sense. I remember when you were at the old house. I think this was last year. Halloween. I mean, you had, like, you were like Tim the Toolman Taylor. You had the whole place set oh, up. Oh, yeah. Well, we, you know, I, I, know how to throw, I know how to throw an event. Yeah, you go all out with that stuff. I'm pretty good at producing events, my friend. <laughs> yes, you are. Kids yeah. Digital Produce. Kids Digital you, Presents it was. Halloween. It, it was. I'm going to fight Bobby Kelly in my backyard. <laughs> I had fucking Harrington and Alex, and they all came in, and they were dressing up as characters. They had costume changes. Like, uh, they yeah. had the, the Wolfman would show up and scare the kids, and he'd have to run behind the house and change. We, yeah, I... It, it, you do it nice. And I treated it like an event. So when you go to Skankfest, every, you know, now this year, there's seven different performance areas. There's, there's We added a whole other massive stage this year. Jesus. It's going to be fucking huge. Um, but in the Halloween party, upstairs is one event going on. In the mm-hmm. backyard, there's another event going on. In the basement, there's a spooky story time. We do all these different things in different areas, and it's scheduled like that. Dude, I'm telling you right now, it's a little you got mini- Rebecca and Christine running around Doggy, with headsets it's on. It's a Halloween festival. It really is. That's I yeah. love it. Yeah, I'm pumped. And you are uh, venturing into the kid does a lot of sports. Yeah, he does baseball. He does jujitsu. And we just saw him kick some ass in a tournament. He was fucking kids up. Yeah, dude. It wasn't even close. Yeah, no, no. He fucking, he, well, you know, the video you saw. The, 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 <laughs> I ran that through Gas Digital Production. Yeah, the, the, little green screen action. <laughs> he wasn't yeah, even there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, um, no, he did great. He ended up winning gold in the uh, the gi. Mm-hmm. So they do gi and they do no gi. He ended up losing the no gi. What's um, no gi? It's like shorts and like um, you know. Um, because the whole, I have my understanding, the holding the gi is a big tool. Yes, like you grab. Gotcha. It, yeah. So the gi, you could hold the lapel, you could hold the sleeves, the, any any part of the gi you can grab onto, you could twist. So there's a lot. You have a lot more control of their body. Mm-hmm. With no gi, it's literally just hooking and pushing, and um, so it's just a different style of grappling. So he got creamed in the in the no gi, but he won gold in the gi. It's awesome, sick. And it was. Just, and he's into it. He likes it. He really likes it. And it's like, look, dude, I saw walking around it. school, go and put a jacket on. <laughs> Here, put this blazer on. <laughs> Go get your dad's robe. Meet me in the parking lot. Yeah, dude. I mean, well, because look, uh, it depends. Like, if you're dealing with a person in a jacket, if you have gig grappling, you can fucking sure. Doug, if you're wearing a fucking collared shirt, I will choke you unconscious <laughs> with your own shirt. 
in four seconds. You're Fucking gonna, people up at weddings. You're not even going to know what's happening, doggy. Any blue-collar type event that's happening, it's fucking going to happen. Um, but, yeah, like, um, no, he, he was not, like, an aggressive kid at all. He's, like, a sweet kid. He doesn't, like, go. He is. Like, you yeah. see it in his eyes. He's a very nice, not, not gentle Not mean kid. at all. And he was going to do a tournament, and we were, like, you know, in, back, in the back of my mind, I'm going, like, he's probably going to fucking get his ass Is kicked. this his first? This was his first okay. tournament. He's been doing jiu-jitsu for about three years. Well, you guys go to, like, a workout place and, and take yeah, classes. We, and yeah, stuff. we go to a place called Performance Jiu-Jitsu in Fairlawn, New Jersey, which is a great little... Um, Gracie Lineage Jiu-Jitsu Academy And I was going there for a while Before I had my knee issues um, But he goes there And he's just a really sweet kid He's not like aggressive He's not yeah. like a mean kid at all So in class very often He just He's not like dominating kids in class He's just sort of like Goes through the motions He's drilling He has fun They're his friends mm -hmm. And we, you know we, we worked on so many little things It was What was really rewarding was without boring people with details about jujitsu, like he had issues with getting caught in people's guard. And we really worked on side control. We really worked on, you know, creating pressure and having heavy hips. We really worked on him being more aggressive and being, you know, acting first on the takedowns. We worked on his triangle defense where he was getting caught in triangles over and over again. And all of That's these- That's a good dad right there, dude, man. You're putting time in. And yeah, me personally, I mean, we, we have mats down in the basement. Obviously, we put so much into it, watching videos on YouTube and to go and watch him do the tournament and to apply those things in real time and, and uh -huh. had moments gotcha. he escaped the triangle twice yeah no, I he got you. didn't get caught in people's guards he was passing he was going gaining points by passing side control mount it was so cool to watch and it was so amazing to because it could have went the other way dude if he got his ass kicked it could have been a moment where he goes ah the work doesn't matter sure putting in that effort doesn't sure. matter addressing those holes in my game doesn't matter right like maybe i'll just you know maybe i maybe this isn't for me but or, now he sees it but not even necessarily jujitsu is not for him but maybe competing isn't for him maybe maybe setting a goal like that isn't for him yeah it's a life lesson it, yeah. it really is a life lesson i'm just i'm glad that the kids that they put him against were fucking pussies <laughs> because the kid, if he would have went against the kid that he got in Nogi, be, oh, yeah. dude, we'd have a different kid on our hands right now. It was sort of the luck of the draw. It was a different weight class, and like he ended up just getting put against kids, and he had more control with the gi. He was, he was. That's he, good. He did such a good job, and it was just a great sort of like moment. There's these moments in like 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 as a father for me, it was literally my favorite moment as a dad. But it was the, the it was it was him being born was slightly below this one. Gotcha, dude. Uh, my fucking jizz. Went out and destroyed another man's jizz. Dominant two other men's jizz. That's a, it's a very, other it's a very romantic way to put yeah. that. Come yeah, first, come. Dude, my cum dominated that day. And well, that's then, why I was asking you about this. Yeah. How were you at this? What's, you seemed calm, cool, and relaxed on the video. You're just kind of yelling out instructions, you know. But as he continues to play more sports, you're out there in the suburbs. Like I said, you're nice suburban guy, Lewis. What's this going to be like? Because you got anger problems, on the baseball pal. field and in tournaments. So number Were one, you cool? number one, yes, you heard me yelling instructions. That was deeply against the rules of the NJBJJF. <laughs> I'm not allowed. Like he has you a coach. Can't hold me. He has a coach that's in his corner that they can yell out instructions. I'm just like in the moment, like it, you didn't see it because I didn't post it, but like the first minute of the match, the camera's like down here because I'm like, ah! <laughs> so you are that dad. I'm, the, I'm losing oh, my mind. Fuck. And I'm yelling- But there's the problem. You're that dad that could fuck somebody up. Not really, because now I'm at a jiu-jitsu tournament and all of these dads have uh, been yeah. doing their way. That like, makes sense. I'm a blue belt at jiu-jitsu. These guys are fucking badasses and I'm calling their kids weak. And Man. I'm fucking- Are you? I, didn't, I said I, at one point, 
he, James was dominating, so I had to, I had to clearly had to let him know. Sure. I had to let him know that he was dominating. I was like domination, like a jerk. Oh my and this God. other kid looked up when I said it. I was like, oh boy. Yeah, I'm talking to you, pussy. <laughs> Man, if he switches over to soccer, you're gonna be a problem. Well, no. So he played baseball. I actually have a video. Um, it went like semi-viral. It got almost like I think a million. Still screaming, dominate him. Me getting arrested at halftime. <laughs> a million views or so on uh, YouTube. Um, and it was just, it was another dad talking shit about the other kids. Like we were at his baseball, and the other dad was just like, "I don't know what the fuck it was." Kid, the maybe his kid was the pitcher, and every kid that was going up, he was just doing the swing, bada bada bada, you know, like what that type of thing. Fuck? That's, like, I mean, heckling, hey, that's a pretty good bit. Heckling the kids, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, if my kid goes up there and he fucking heckles my kid, and I, I took the video of it being like, if, if this guy. And then I cut to like um, just like a news story of a car plowing onto a little league field. <laughs> Be like kids and coaches scrambling everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, dude, at a baseball field, I'll fight anybody. Sure. Dude, at yeah. a jujitsu tournament, I'm like, James, you know what? This this is martial arts. Yeah. We need to have some respect. Take yeah, yeah. a dive. This kid's dad's huge. <laughs> yeah, dude. At a baseball field, I'll wait for you in the car. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's Man, go. Did the kid? Did the guy say anything when James was up there? No, he was over it. I don't know if he's trying to be funny or what it was. But yeah. Yeah, I'd really imagine. Just and then I remember, yeah, one of the other dads, or the other coach, because they were coaching the two kids. The first kid that my son. Dominated. Um, Did they say anything to you after the tournament? Like, hey, you got to knock that shit off. No, no, no. They were cool. They were. It was. It was. They were pretty laid back about everything. You know? Okay. Um, but the other coach was coaching his guy, and he said about James, he was like, he's slow. He called my son slow, and I was like, I was like, you haven't even heard him talk. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> he reads at a seventh grade level. <laughs> no, that what did I do? No, uh, yeah, but he said that, and I'm like, I was like, all right, let me fucking chill, let me not, and then James just truly just fucking smoked oh, this guy, nice. really smoked him. He and for him to get gold, like I never had, there was never a moment where I got the trophy, won the game. I like, I just never, I just never excelled at any sports or really anything that you had to sort of set goals at. And like, it, it wasn't until I became like a salesperson, I got into sales. I started sort of really giving a fuck about money that I started to understand what setting goals was and how important it was. Mm -hmm. um, but like that lesson was so, you know, so important for him at, at such a young age. And to, he's got a little, he's got a gold medal. I mean, it's like, and it's legit. It's fucking awesome, dude. That's sweet. Where's that medal? In my asshole right now. <laughs> I keep it inside of me. Are you hanging times. him up at the house? Uh, yeah, so he's got a little plaque thing where it has his belts that he goes through, and then it, we hang it on that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. man. It's the fucking best, dude. Shout out to Louis J. Gomez, yeah, man. Dude. You're doing it right. One of the coolest things I've ever experienced. Uh, Kip, this is Liquid IV. Oh, baby. Shout out. They're my doctor. That's Woo! my primary care physician is Liquid IV. Man, thank God for Liquid IV, gang. You're not miserable. You're just dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Do yourself a favor. Get a Liquid IV and get some hydration you. you know what I'm saying? With just one stick mixed with water, you'll get the three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks and hydration you need two times faster than if you're drinking regular water alone. I know. I, I mean, a lot of people use it when they're in the gym. I use it after a long bender. Gets, yeah. I, if I get home at night and I remember, I, I make one, glug, 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 crush that, couple of gluggers, crush that thing, and I'm back in action. You wake up, I wake up feeling like an Olympian in a morning. You got a late summer, early fall, nasty cold that you can't shake? Mm -hmm. It's liquid IV. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it's got five essential vitamins your body needs to thrive. B3, B5, B6, B12, vitamin All C. All of these. 
They should be calling a bingo they got all them bees. Let's go. Uh, there's so many reasons life uh, to be to, in life to be depressed. Don't let dehydration be one of them. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code garbage Dude, at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you shop better hydration today using promo code garbage at liquidiv.com. Do it, gang. Cue ball. Let's talk about sheath, baby. I'm not even lying. I got them on right now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Hit the wiener cam. Best in the business sheath underwear gang if you want underwear that's going to make your dick look great and feel amazing you gotta check out sheath underwear here's how it works there's one pouch for your dick Mm -hmm. one pouch for your balls okay put your hand in there as you want to created by u.s army sergeant robert Patton, sheath was made to withstand the heat of the iraqi desert so you know what it's going to be cool it's going to be cool yeah uh, my dick looks great and it feels amazing in this thing. That's their copy. My dick looks all right and feels okay. I'll back them up on that. <laughs> Yours will too, Stock. If you got a good piece, I'm sure it looks great. I got an okay one. It still looks okay. But she shows it off. My wife likes them. There you go. Uh, go to sheathunderwear.com and use the code garbage. You get 20% off your first order. Plus sheath underwear, 100% money back guarantee. There you go. If you don't like it, send them back. They got you. She's, uh, sh- that's sheath sheathunderwear.com got fucking wieners on the brain that's sheathunderwear.com promo code garbage get sheath underwear support the show support your balls do it all gang we love yous and this it's obviously back to school we talked about it a little bit with this with Joe Lisby you said after this you're going you're taking you're taking them back to school shopping yeah yeah where you, where where what stores do you hit public Ooh, school does he get to choose public school he can wear what he wants is right, there a for the budget most part. public school he can wear what he wants um, Jersey's got like a great school system, great school system, a really, really good school. Um, this is the first year that he's gonna really pick out his own clothes. Yeah, okay. This, he's going to middle time. school. This this middle school. Well, so we going to sixth, fifth, fifth. So okay. they do middle school, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade uh, okay. in his nice. school district. And uh, yeah, we're, I mean, we'll go. Yeah, like honestly, this is what I told his mom because he wore very often he wears like sweatpants and shit, like the little kids wear. I'm like, I was like, we can afford. To, They're like, stylish though. They're sweats. Kind of, no. They're like Russell. Of, he needs to. I, I said we could afford to buy him like nice clothes. He's a good-looking kid. He's a charming kid. I was like, let's go and get him like nice clothes. Let's get this kid laid over here. <laughs> I'm just saying, doggy. <laughs> you don't want to go too nice. You don't no, want to look, look like no, a rich you kid. You don't want to look like a dickhead. You want to have just nice shit though. He should look yeah. a little crisp. He should Some you know, name brand stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know. Is he into any of that stuff at all? Does he ever say to you, "I want these Jordans" or "I want this" or "I he's want that"? Not, he, look, I got him a couple pair of Jordans, um, and he he really likes him. He likes dressing nice. He's still a little kid, man. We just told him about Santa Claus just two nights ago. Really? We just told him about Santa Claus. This is crazy. You dropped it on him in September, doggy. We dropped it on him. I mean, he was going to middle school. He just won a tournament. He just dominated other men's cum. <laughs> He's at a he's at a level where he needs sure. to fucking learn about the world right now. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So we You're had out to, of control. We had to tell him about Santa Claus. This was the, the this was the summer of growth. You know, we just did a fa- another vacation, or we do our father son trip every year. We I took him to Costa Rica. Uh-huh. We you know he surfed. He had a jet ski by himself, which was extremely irresponsible on my end. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving a jet ski and also believe Santa Claus is real. No, yeah, That's that was a the problem, wild dude. circumstance. It was like he was on a rocket, fucking looking at chicks on the beach, and he believes in Santa Claus. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> so we his... knocked it out. We got him a tattoo. We got him a hooker. <laughs> Told him about Santa Claus. Got him his first down. bump. <laughs> taught him it's how to legal use a, down there. Taught him how to use a. Uh, taught, a taught him how to use a fentanyl testing strip. <laughs> And here we go. Let him know about the Easter Bunny. Uh, How did he take Santa Claus? He took it pretty well. Did he, did he, think he know? knew or he no? He had no idea. He what thought is- he thought Santa was real. 
Wow. This kid thought the fucking tooth fairy was real. We told him about Santa Claus, and then I was like, you also know about the tooth fairy then, right? He goes, no. <laughs> I told you, he's slow. The kid, the guy knew. <laughs> the guy fucking knew. I mean, what a sweet boy. Are all his- Double leg, he believes in the fucking tooth fairy. <laughs> Put a dollar under his head. <laughs> yeah. He- does he have any baby teeth still, or is he done? He's got a couple baby teeth. So Are you still going to break them off? What do you mean? Give him, you're still going to get cash. He, he actually lost a tooth in Costa Rica, and then he was, he was like, he was like oh, I got and then he lost a tooth. Like, he lost it and then lost it. So then he was like, oh, the tooth fairy, I want to see if she'd come to Costa Rica. And I was like, fuck, dude, Jesus Christ, dude. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I had to, like, it was, it was beginning to be too much. And then me and his mom, for, like, months, we were, like, you know, like who's going to do it? How are we going to do it? And then finally, I was, I was supposed to do it two nights ago. I was like, Tuesday night, I'm doing it. And she hit me up on Monday. She was like, I'm just going to do it. Don't worry. And she sat him down. She was like, we got to tell you something. And then he called me right away. He was like, wow, dad. You're like, wow. she's lying. <laughs> she, I was like, she told you that? Why would she? <laughs> what? She's, nah. an e- she's evil. Don't listen I to her. I told you she's a lying whore. <laughs> um, no, but he took it really well. I'm like, sitting with him right now. What's she talking about? The story was, you know, we just, we, we, you know, we told him. That you know, which is true. Santa Claus was it was based off a real person who did was very generous, and it was like we keep his spirit alive now, and this is a tradition that we have, and you get to give this to your kids, and your little cousin, you get to you know share it with her, and then he got into that idea, sure. you know. But it is a moment where you're watching the magic sure. disappear from your child. Is we don't we're not religious, we don't believe in fucking, we don't teach him about religion. Like he has a certain sense of spirituality because his mom's a woman and believes in crystals and horseshit like that. So you know, he's like he's like. I believe in a power in the sky and a fucking blah, 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 energy or some shit you like that. You're on the phone with him like, yeah, it's all bullshit. <laughs> it's dude. all horseshit, dude. <laughs> None of it's real. Magic doesn't exist. But it, when it's the last thing that he really like believed in where it was like, like everything else is reality now, you know? And like, you know, he doesn't believe superheroes are real. Like he believed, but he did sure. believe Santa Claus. It'd be funny to see if like that's what, that's what turns him. Like now he becomes like an absolute machine. Yeah. In the tournament, yeah, all yeah. innocence is gone. Yeah, all innocence is gone. Well, say, I mean, I hope so. I hope, I hope He's got Santa Claus positive. tattooed on his knuckles. <laughs> just <laughs> tattooing guys up. Yeah. But back to the clothes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so shopping. Shopping. Are, are you going to hit any store specifically? Where's the first place you're going? Garden State Plaza Mall. Okay. What's so, there? You, uh, do you go to like a Macy's or do you go to like Burlington? Uh, a locker? No, I think we'll go around the mall. We'll go to some different stores. You know, like, uh, what are the kids like? I don't know. I'm not stylish. So, like, what did I do? What did I, I went to like, once I was in high school. Yours was probably way yeah. different than your son's. No, my mom would give me like three to four hundred dollars. Whoa. Really? That's fucking really good. That was like, that, but that was it for like, you know, yeah. my clothes for the, the year. year. Yeah. And then a couple hundred dollars on Christmas gifts. And that's what my mom, like, she did contribute there until I was maybe in like the 10th grade. Then it, then I started having to work for myself. Right. Yeah. Um, but I would go to like Aeropostale. She would give you cash and go by yourself. Once I was a little bit older. Because Patty and, would never do that. Me and my friends would do. Me and my friends would go by ourselves and go shopping for like our own clothes. I would have blown that money on yeah, anything. If I got any clothes. cash, it would be. Cake. Over. Just say cake. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I would have blown my on, uh, yeah, Chinese I'm food. Back with a bunch of soft pretzels. <laughs> <So> fucking, <laughs> just, but it's not even like good food. Yeah. It would just be like, you know, like shitty, like. $400 worth of Sparrow pizza. Yeah, potato <laughs> chips and fucking. You're on the food court. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how much you can get when we were kids for like a dollar? You get like two yeah. bags of potato chips, oh, a, a chocodile, and a fucking quarter water. Let's go. A couple chocodile. 
Chocolate was a uh, Twinkie that was dunked in chocolate. Oh, and right. they were 25 cents up until I was about eight or nine. Then they yeah, fucking, yeah. this was the craziest thing I'd ever dealt with in my entire life. They raised the price to 30 cents. Bastards. It was cra- like no nothing else cost 30 cents. They f- Like when you're a kid, it's based off of a dollar. You, you operate dollar. in the denominations, yeah. Just yeah. a simple dollar. Goddamn Clintons. Yep. <laughs> 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 fucking screwed us. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but for him, we're going to the Garden State Plaza Mall. You know, we'll, yeah, we'll do like a, a Foot Locker or a Nike store. Couple a couple of sneaks, couple, couple of sneaks, pairs of jeans. Couple of nice pair of jeans, some Ugh. cool stylist t-shirts. I'm sure he's, I'm going to have him pick it out. I'm going to see what he wants to get. Does he have to get anything uh, like equipment wise? Like, does he got to get a laptop or any shit like that? The Are school, they using that we stuff? Have, we have to buy it from the school specifically. They have a very specific laptop that he has to have. And how do you do with parent teacher and stuff like that? Um, you chill with that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm great with it. We're going tonight. We're doing a uh, arm wrestles right when he gets there. <laughs> Headbutt. <laughs> hey, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> nice tits, honk honk. Let's go. I'm the real ass dude. Maybe you heard of me. Does anybody in your world know you? Like in your kids' world? Though, yeah. Do you, you know? bump into like any of the like? Do you like at yeah. the school? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had assumed yeah, the janitor base. or somebody's <laughs> a big fan. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, it's like Derek Jeter walking by. The problem is all my fans aren't allowed within a thousand yards of the school. <laughs> this is cool, so it's tough. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I, I, they're waiting up on a parking lot as yeah. you drive in. No, no, yeah. So his baseball coach, her brother, was a big fan of mine. Okay. So I ended up just walking on the field one day, and they were like, "Oh shit, that's Luis Gomez." So like then, like yeah, like um, yeah, and he has a female baseball coach. Yes. Cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. Female. Well, one of the coaches is a chick. So, so yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I get recognized in front of him here and there. You know, I, I try to keep it separate because the type of comedy that I do, it's like problematic. No. And I, <laughs> I thought you were into politics. But I just don't. Well, they act like I am. Sure. Like it shouldn't be problematic because they are just dumb dick jokes, right? Sure. Um, like I understand why Dave Smith is problematic. He has dangerous ideas. <laughs> I'm just telling jokes up here, okay? <laughs> um, but it's like I get concerned that one day that will cause a problem for him. That you know that a parent is going to be like, oh well, some fucking libtard parent's going to be like, oh well, he does fucked up comedy, or they'll read something, and then that will cause an issue for him because his dad does you know sure. you know a certain type of comedy. So that's something that I think about, you know pretty fucking regularly but it seems like he would handle that well though. it seems like he would handle it well and to be honest with you i've only received like positivity in the real world i've never dealt with a single person being like oh fuck that guy he's that type of comedian anytime people either find out that i'm a comedian or they recognize me from anything it is a hundred percent positivity it's always like oh that's really cool you're a comic when you're when you meet parents at a parent teacher conference night that recognize you which has happened a few times they're like oh dude you're a comic they don't there, no, 99% of the people don't live in the world where the they're reading yeah. the politics of sure. comedy and yeah. fucking these dumb things. It's not real. Like, I'm just a comic. If you Google my name, you got to go pretty deep into Google to find an article that says I'm like a Nazi comedian. But they exist. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there. Let me ask you this. Since you are in celebrity status over there, what if the baseball coaches were like, hey, would you want to give the speech before the game or anything like that? Are you looking forward to anything like that as his uh, athletic career Dude, I'm, progresses? No, because I need to, in order to be good at anything, I got to be really comfortable. I have like my own like insecurities and my own ADHD and my own I'm on the spectrum in my own ways, right? So when I'm not comfortable, I will I'm really bad at performing. So I was asked to be Gary Veter's best man at his wedding. Doggy, I gave. I've heard the stories. I about gave this. a 17-minute speech <laughs> without a single laugh. 
I mean, I'm talking about just brutal. Like, just talking about how hard it is to be a comedian, being in the trenches. Meanwhile, he's marrying some fucking rich bitch. There's doctors in the room. Yeah. Like, I heard people were like, you talking about how hard it is to be a comedian. Talking, There's like well, a brain fuck, surgeon at yeah. table three. It was wild. It, the, the whole thing. But it's like, and then I'm like, I start to sweat and I'm fucking getting like, it's really just not my, um, I mean, I, I would, you know, maybe tell a fucking couple jokes, but like. It's a scary thing, dude. I got to be comfortable. Do crowd work stand, with the kids. Yeah, stand up and podcasting. I'm comfortable with. If I, and, and if I have to do some shit where I'm not comfortable, I imagine that I'm sitting in front of a podcast mic. I imagine that I'm standing on stage doing stand up, yeah. and I that's how I get myself mentally out of it. Would you coach? Um, no, because I'm just not good enough. Okay. I mean, I coach him a little bit in jujitsu because I I know sure. I know a certain amount. But I also know enough to know that I don't know enough to actually make him good at jujitsu. Gotcha. So he's in a good school. He's got great coaches. You know that that's a part of it. But I like knowing the, the part of the reason why I like going to jujitsu was because I liked learning it with him. Like the very often, dude, I go to a class at let's say he goes to a class at four thirty, right, and I go to a class at six. The coach, it's the same lesson for the kids and the adults that day, right? Let's say you're working on just guard passing, right? And it's he's going through the same motions, the same movements. So it's a it, the bond and being able to like sort of do that together was really really cool. And I hope I can go back one day. My knees are just fucked, and I um, yeah, it's just fucking hard. I've been boxing a lot. I'm I'm boxing. Um, I can announce it now. Where we have a brand new event, brand this new guy. event. Brand new carnival, carnival of combat. Carnival of combat, and you're fighting Mr. Tim Butterly. Tim Butterly, great comedian from. I feel Philly. like we should start tuning you up right now on behalf of Butterly. Yeah, yeah. Philly squad's right, got to stick let's together. Go. Let's go. It's Philly. My money's on Butterly, even yeah. though I love you. Yeah. Dog, you you saw Lewis and even fucking hit him, dude. <laughs> Butter, the Butterly's the fucking man. I love and, Butterly, and I, and I love man. him. He's awesome. A lot of similarities between you guys. As it's, far the, as like, it's the showdown of the rad dads. Dude. Yeah, two great Who fucking dads. This? So the, the stipulation is in the fight, it is the who's your daddy match. The winner is going to legally adopt the loser. So that's, awesome. that's the, uh, the stipulation in this fight. I We're mean. Three three-minute rounds. Me and Jason Ellis are producing this new event probably two or three times a year. It's going to be November 4th in um, St. Petersburg, Florida. There's a bunch of other fighters that's that awesome. are going to be on it as well. A bunch of fun fights like the pinata boxing and the blindfolded yeah. boxing, uh, musical chairs. It's the evolution of, of Ellis Mania. But you can get tickets September 12th at 12 p.m. Eastern at carnivalofcombat.com. I mean, dude, last year at Skankfest, that was one of the coolest, one of the highlights, one of the funnest yeah. parts of it. Yeah, and we're still doing the fights at Skankfest. They, we were going to do these boxing matches at Skankfest, but we were dealing with an athletic commission and the amount of red tape that they started putting in our way in order to do a fun silly event it wasn't going to be as fun so now we're doing ellis mania style stuff we're not doing boxing we're doing like blindfolded karate and arm wrestling and ass slap fights and sock fighting and a bunch of silly stupid shit that we've done at ellis mania before um but the boxing the amateur boxing we're moving over to this other event and this is gonna be a whole other event which i think people are gonna fucking love dude in florida dude st pete Pete. the heat in st pete baby boy let's go like that team rattlesnake let's go this guy's a marketing genius i know i love the idea of you in front of a real athletic commission be like no 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 they want to get tased Anybody can box, blindfold these pussies. It was an uphill battle, <laughs> to say the least. They said drug testing and no crossbows. We were out. The, they're like, drug testing? I'm like, yeah, we're all on drugs. Yeah. Sir, what are you doing about fighting? You're wearing a suit jacket right now. I can strangle you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You're on the commission? <laughs> you I don't even have a shirt on. Try to grab me. <laughs> You're wearing a tie. <laughs> It's funny, right before you told us about this, I was going to say 
Is Luis J. Gomez becoming no. more classy? I think he is. He just started a fight club in Florida. That's, That's true. That is that, not a classy move. Put a, put a pin in that for a second. <laughs> but ticketed. Ticketed. He's ticketed. Ticketed event. He's a goddamn showman. There's a website. I'll give you that. Listen, a lot of people do alligator fights. All right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, man. You're really, you're, you're, I mean, he's becoming more mature. Okay, he's obviously he's 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 more mature than both of us combined. Oh, obviously, he's kidding a, me. He's a he's a business owner, a a, a good father, uh, you know. But I don't know that you can. I don't know that you could. I think I'm always going to be me. I don't think I'll ever not be. There was like a moment like I was just. You're sharp. You do great with the vacations. You're buying the house. You got the kid all squared away. I was somewhere. Me Pretty my, good with the ladies. Me and my Very girl, good with we the were ladies. in Houston. Me and my girl were in Houston. And I see the pictures you guys are on. You're gallivanting. You're going to a nice restaurant. You're doing it classy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're new money. I am, but that's exactly what it is. I'm new money. And sure. I, I, so I did this was a move. This was to, this, this is actually on the surface would seem like a garbage move, but I feel like as a classy Ooh, move. Let's get into check it. Check this out. Okay. Me and my son, you know, I, 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 he has expensive taste now at this point, right? So his favorite restaurant, you ask him right now, he'll tell you it's the Capitol Grill. Love me some Capitol Grill. I respect Whoa. that. The Capitol Grill is like, you know, it's a chain, but it's, you know it's what really you're going to get. It's really good. I love the Capitol Grill. Corporate Steakhouse. Yes. Awesome steakhouse. Always catch one in a nice mall, something like that. It's always gonna, you're always going to find it in a nice. If you're at a decent place, you'll find it. It's always going to be a good time. You're not really experimenting too much. Good levels of quality. T-Bone was just that one. The, King hell, of Russia. It's the greatest. It's great. I love the Capitol Grill. And they're expensive. It is as expensive as, as a good steakhouse. Yeah. What's right? he it getting is, there, though? Does he have a taste for nice steaks? So we, when we order, we... Yeah, he does. He has okay. a taste for everything. So he'll eat anything. Uh, we I always do like four or five appetizers for the table. We always try a little bit of everything. We've gotten to the point now where we'll just split uh, you know, a steak at the end. Usually, porterhouse. We'll do a porterhouse. No, no, no. Because no, no. uh, we, we have so many appetizers. We don't okay. eat something big. We usually, Split a filet or something. No, usually I get the um, uh, baseball ribeye, tomahawk, hanger, the ribeye, the ribeye. Rib okay, usually, usually we get a ribeye, a little marbling, flavorful. How he's getting it. that cooked? Medium rare, medium depending. Will he do medium rare? Yeah, he'll do medium rare. Classic kid. kid the right kid there. eats steak tartare. He eats tuna tartare. He eats raw. He's a bit tartare. <laughs> he's a bit tartare. You heard that, coach? <laughs> That's <laughs> You're the only guy I would make that joke to. Of course. To. <laughs> so, uh, did, uh, so, and I was on the fence about it. It's all good. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we'll get um, yeah usually medium rare, but we'll get a bunch of appetizers, lots of flavors. If I'm bringing, like, the family, everyone's just eating off each other's plates. Like, sure. That's just... Communal. You know, always communal. Always and when you go with the fam, Uncle Lewis is picking up the check. They, they haven't looked at a credit card. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, man. A single time, not once, not a single time has my family or my girlfriend ever even even nudged toward the, the fucking bill. Nothing. Not generation once. we could be seeing Dr. Gomez, Senator Gomez. Crazy. So here's the thing. He has expensive taste. So after his jujitsu tournament, I was like, well, we're going to go to dinner tonight. He's like, he's like, oh, Capitol Grill. I was like, James, I was like, I found a better place in Capitol Grill, right? He doesn't fucking know. He doesn't look at the prices on these things, right? Season's 52. 
What the hell is that? that? Now, season's 52. I got to get eyes Sounds on Sounds like you got to deal with this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's off of Route 9. Check it out. <laughs> I have to say it six times on this podcast. Dougie, it's also a chain, and I, it might even be owned by Capital Grill. It might be in the same like family of, of restaurants. It really might be, dude. All right. It's next to a Fogo de Chow and an Eddie V's Prime Seafood. Yeah, yeah this is, that's, that's is, the one in Jersey, by the way. That's the one yeah, I go yeah, to. That's yeah, in Paramus right Paramus. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seasons is spelled with two E's. <laughs> and a Z at the end. <laughs> <laughs> they also cut hair in Doggy, there. Doggy, no, they, they do. got a flatbread. I'm in. Summer is now shining. One of the best fucking lamb dishes that I've had. Their lamb is incredible. They change every time, every season. They change the menu. Okay, so that's I got the thing. It. But we're talking uh, about half man, the price. That's real kitschy. I like that. Half the price of Capital Grill. Capital Grill. If uh, you get a fucking uh, add, you add on a lobster tail for fourteen bucks at this place, Doggy, oh, shit man. is wild. That's but it's right. really good. Not for nothing. It's really me and my they girl. They got tuna tartare. They have it all. Crab cakes, low roasted meatballs. He's slow roasted too. <laughs> 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 they call the smokehouse the slow roasted tartare. It's slow and low, baby. He's only available after four p.m. <laughs> Dude, it's owned by Darden Restaurant Group, who also owns the Olive Garden. Not Damn. too. Yeah, and the Capitol Grill. And the Capitol Grill. Oh, what yeah. I tell you? What yeah. I tell you? You're a fucking. Because they're all in this. They're always Man. in the same parking lot. That's a lots. real derp, dude. That's first Eddie of all. Eddie V's prime. It's the Capitol same Grill. steak. They get it in bowls. <laughs> yeah. So they got no. They got like one or two steaks in the menu, but then they got like salads. It's just a much more it's diverse. Nice. It's menu. a little more casual too. And it's fucking nice. These kids, they don't fucking know. So don't I found a better place. So now he's like, he's like, this is even better than Capital. This is my new favorite place. So my lesson here is that I should have never given him those expensive because sure. he has no idea to begin with. But is it garbage or is it classy? The fact that I've recognized that I don't need to, because I feel like the only reason I was going to Capital Grill was based off my own to garbage nice. insecurity. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I can take him to a less nice, but still decently nice restaurant and still feel like I'm doing nice for my family. No, that's a hundred percent, and I yeah. I think that's I think that's classy. But you hear it's like you know a lot of like you you hear that with like rappers or whoever, where like when the people that don't have money and then make money, they go they they realize I'm like oh, I don't need four call. It's like they, yeah. they you spend it, and then you realize oh that's not the answer. Fifty cent. I just saw an interview said something like that. You don't. There's no house worth eighty million dollars or whatever. No, there's not. It's actually it's funny you bring up Fifty Cent because I randomly was at a Hilton in the steam room with Fifty Cent. Oh shit! And I thought I was like I was like why is fucking Fifty Cent at the same hotel as me? I and then then I sort of justified and I went. I was like, my assumption is he's probably with 30 people. He's got to get a floor. And he's got to get a floor for everybody. But I don't think he was. He was with one like business partner, and they were like talking business with like this other dude, some older white guy that owned some liquor brand. And I just overheard them, and then I just started chatting with him. And the, his business partner was from my hometown in Jersey, so I started shooting the shit with 50 Cent. And it was just like this Man, little talk moment. Talk about a meeting of the minds. Right? OJG and, and fucking Curtis Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Hachi machi. Kip, let's talk about Marine Lair. Oh, you mean cool guy club? Yeah, real cool guy uh -huh. clothes. We were at a brick and mortar the other day. We were. Places all right. Yep. Gang, we're not saying you're soft, but your clothes can be soft. All right. Marine Layer is a go to brand for soft, great fitting, and stylish tees and the closet staples that you need. Look good while feeling cozy with Marine Layer. I think Foley just had a stroke. <laughs> uh, they were nice enough to send us a bunch of free gear. It's fantastic. I wear it out. I, you know, on a nice summer day when it gets it's getting cooling out around sure. there, throw a nice little long-sleeve shirt on. Ooh-wee! Feeling uh, crisp. They got, they got shirts for every occasion, and with their in-between sizes, you don't have to make the choice between medium and large, large and extra large. They take care of you. If you're a little roundabout like Kip, Kip Arino over here, it makes you feel 
nice and cozy. Chub chub. Uh, I think we can all admit the perfect tea can be hard to find. I've been searching my whole gosh darn life. Look no further than Marine Layer. For a limited time, get 15% off with code GARBAGE15 at marinelayer.com. That's gar- That's code GARBAGE15 for 15% off your entire order at marinelayer.com. Saving your closet one shirt at a time. Do it, gang. Yeah, but it was uh, it was kind of interesting, and I it was just a moment where I, I thought, I was like, why is he at this Hilton? It wasn't a shitty hotel. It was like a nice enough hotel. For me, it was particularly nice, but for sure. him... <laughs> For him, it was just like whatever, um, but maybe that's why. Maybe he's just at a place where he's going like there's no reason to just spend to spend. I, and that, it's it's a new money thing. And I'm that's not funny, man. I don't have money, right? Hey, man, so I'm not new money. It's free breakfast. You <laughs> at the Waffle Station at a Holiday Inn. Yeah, dude. I, but honestly, fuck it, it is. <laughs> and that's a little part of me like I'm getting, I think a part of me I would show like affection by like buying things for sure. like, my family members or friends or girls, and I would have to like spend a lot in order to like. And I'm sort of like getting out of that mentality now. Becoming more responsible. I'm just like the it, 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 like anything else. It's like worn off a little bit. Like now I'm not like I'm. It's not so like oh my god. I go to I can go to a nice restaurant. Right. Oh, I'll give you an example. I, I just took my son to Costa Rica. Right. Mm-hmm. And every time I go, like I always like. I was like price. I always look at like the price, and I'm like, all right, it's the minimum price for a hotel room that I'm going to stay at because I, in my mind, that's what is going to be nice enough. Right. Um, and then we were looking at hotel rooms, and I always book everything really late. So I was looking at it with James, and he was like, oh, I really like this one. And this place was like 190 bucks a night. It wasn't expensive at all, and uh, and it looked very nice. And I was looking at another one that was like 500 bucks a night, and they looked comparable, but obviously the one was like more sure. of a high end. Sure. And they were talking in the hotel that he liked. They were talking about how monkeys would come up to your balcony and like you could feed them. And he was like, "No, oh, I really that sounds so cool." And I was like, "All right, cool." And I was just sort of bracing for like, "Ah, this place is gonna be a little bit ghetto, like what else?" And then I got there, and it was so fucking nice, dude. This was like one of the nicest hotels I've ever stayed in. It was such a cool experience. It was monkey, little capuchin monkeys and squirrel monkeys all over the property that would just come up to you and the kids and fucking. You, yeah, somebody were, tagged us. Weren't you feeding them barbecue sauce from Burger King? No, no. Yeah, you were. No. Somebody tagged me. Dude, first of all, we get tagged. It in was Seasons <laughs> 52. We get tagged in every post of yours. Uh, Being like, you uh, fucking believe this guy? <laughs> this guy's trash. Sugar packets. Sugar. He was feeding them sugar, sugar packets. packets. No but wonder why they were crawling all over you. This was from the uh, the hotel staff specifically said, look, if you want them to come, give them a, show them a sugar packet, they're coming to your room. So we had fruits, we had bananas, but yeah, the, sh- the one video was I was showing them a sugar packet. And they descended like Somebody Planet of the Apes, dude. them barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, give him a little sriracha. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but no, it was like... Give it a Malka so they're blowing up. <laughs> like, the lesson there is like, I was like, I don't need to like just fucking try to spend as much money as possible at all times to to prove to myself that I'm worth something. Sure. I, I grew up so poor that it, it's like... Like, I have this like emotion about money, I think, in a much different way than other people do. Like, I... I my my poverty, the way that I grew up, was much. I, I don't know anybody else who like so unless you're like from like, like like a, a third world country. Like I, I grew up like as poor as it fucking comes. Sure. Like my mom was a drug addict on welfare, didn't work. Like I just I didn't have shit. Um and you know it was like um I that's get why back. I was stunned about the three hundred for clothes. Yeah, that was it. But that but that but that was literally everything that yeah. I got, you know, and that was just, maybe that was also ghetto mentality. And she got that at that moment. That and also just, could have boom. been a point of pride for her of being like, listen, she, 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 here's she the was thing. like, I got to send them back My with mom, fresh clothes. From the time I was like six to the time I was like 11, she really tried. 
she tried, right? But she was on welfare. She was, you know, she ended up getting sick and getting cancer and really just like gave up on life. Um, but she tried. She we, she was like, you know, part of the Boy Scout troop and I was in Little League. My mom, the problem was, uh, the difference between me and my mom is if James says, I don't feel like going to jiu-jitsu today. I don't make him go, but I'm like, I was like, James, you're gonna feel really good if you go. You sure, really I should, you should to go. Yeah, you should go. You're you're gonna you're gonna regret not going. Every time you've not wanted to go, and you didn't go. You feel bad, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And you sort of get him there, and you make you get him to make the decision. If I told my mom I didn't want to go to karate or baseball, she'd go cool, and she'd just go smoke a cigarette in her bedroom, and that was that. So there there was none of that little bit of like extra encouragement. She was just kind of a lazy parent. Um, but I think she tried to do right by us, and I think new school clothes. Where I grew up, I don't know if it's in every hood, but where I was at on Railroad Avenue in West Havistra, like all the hood kids, you got new clothes. Yeah, we, the, like every, everyone had. Oh, you'd a, be tortured. A new pair of sneakers sure. on the first day of school. You had a couple new pair of jeans. You had some new clothes. Your first week, you're dressing you're, in brand you're, new. You're in good threads. Yeah. yeah. Every and this every kid and every kid in my neighborhood was fucking dirt poor, but every single kid had new yeah. nice clothes the first week of school. Yeah. You know, and that and that was that. Um, and I think that's probably still the case. You just deal with like the next week they were all stolen. Well, you, well, you hear people, yeah, everybody was wearing the different shit. <laughs> but you hear about like people right becoming new money and like rappers or people from the hood or, or or baseball or you know football players or athletes, and they go and they spend thousands of dollars on sneakers. Mm-hmm. It's like that is because it was built into our of minds course. as little kids. Like, yeah, hey, you gotta have a fresh new pair of kicks, right? Or you're gonna be made fun of. I remember my first day of school, I had a fresh new pair of kicks, like $130 for these sneakers. Like it was like half the money I had for school clothes and we were eating a bagel. I had butter on my bagel and then I, I went to go take a bite and all the butter oh, squeezed out the back oh. and landed right on right on top of my shoe and there was the holes in the top of the shoe so the butter was in it and I remember this kid fucking, I forget his name, but this, this little hilarious like black kid. He goes, he's like, yo, them shoes is butters. And everybody, <laughs> I mean everybody, even me, I was mad. I was like, ah, it's fucking man, this kid's good. good. It's <laughs> kid's quick. It's fucking snappy. Uh huh. Yeah, I love it. Hmm. Um, All right. Let's. Uh, we got to get into some questions here. Obviously, uh, guys, when you sign up for the Patreon, we will answer your garbage questions on the road. A little bit of fucking vacation and being broke. This is from James. Uh, are you garbage if you go on a group vacation and you know you're going to run out of money halfway through the trip? To me, that was every trip I had with anybody yeah i would go away for like four days or five days with friends with like 120 bucks in my bank account. i would try to i would try to get in front of it i would throw a bunch of money the first night or two mm. and hoping that i got good faith to ride me that everybody's it everybody's it. remember remember i picked up that first tab four <laughs> days ago at the airport or yeah. whatever yeah. we i mean uh, yeah up until i started traveling when i was like older in my 30s it i mean every trip i took it was you know, you sort of budget out like a hundred bucks a day. Day one, you spend three hundred. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Here. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right, that got away from me. We're down on the count. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I went to I went to Vegas. First, time I went to Vegas when I was like 23 years old to go see Chuck Liddell fight uh, Rampage Jackson. Ran out of money uh, with two days left. Lost the girl that I was with. Like she just was gone. Leaving your broke ass. My my phone battery like died. Oh, man. And I didn't have a charger He's that well- fit my phone. I was like literally in the desert, like walking in the heat with nothing. You were like twenty four hours away from being homeless. I think. Doug, it was it was going to be like a fucking like like a like a Vegas desert movie. Like it was the beginning of like the sure. end. It was really going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> I remember when we went to Amsterdam when I was like twenty two. 
um, just didn't bring enough money. The, the last day we had nothing left. We didn't even stay in Amsterdam. We stayed in Utrecht, which was like a suburb of Amsterdam. We were like, oh, we'll save money by staying an hour away from Amsterdam. Sure. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like we were just we were with this kid. We just hated this kid we were with. So we ended up uh, just ordering room service on his credit card <sighs> for the, the last day. That's like a just a bunch of shit. Move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, none of the trips that I had. And then, like, if you're with a chick, there's like that scene from Half Baked where Dave Chappelle's on the date. Yeah. He's like counting all the money sure. that he's spending where he has like nothing. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like the anxiety sure. of like, oh, oh shit, dude, the walls are closing in. I'm running out of money. Brutal. She's like, oh, I want to go do this. And you're like, you're like, yeah, maybe we, I'm, I'm not really in the mood to rent jet skis today. That's, mm-hmm. That would be boring. Yeah. 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 Who wants to do that? Yeah. Let's hang out in this free air conditioning. I went to uh, New Orleans one time for a bachelor party not that long ago, maybe yeah. like seven years ago, maybe. And uh, I tried getting out on the trip. I'm like, I can't even afford the plane ticket. Like a recreational plane ticket at that point to me was like fucking crazy. Bought the cheapest plane ticket I could get there. I don't even think I paid for the room. We got an Airbnb and dude, it was fucking cockroach infested. Oh. And all of my other friends who were like in work, you know, like had professional Real jobs. jobs. They're like, let's just get a hotel room. We're not Dude, they here. all went and stayed at like the Four Seasons or something. Yeah. It was me and my two other broke ass buddies in this huge haunted house with cockroaches. And the roaches. Dude. Oh, it fucking. I remember just sitting there so fucking pissed. That's the worst. Yeah, you're dude. just fucking jammed up. Yeah, just be, being on vacation and have it not be awesome. It just kind of like. It just it just reaffirms how broke you are. I yeah. watch these like channel, and I'm sure it is not a bad life, right? But it's like you go on a vacation, you don't have any money, and going on vacation on a budget, like it just seems like there's a lot of like, oh, I wish we could do that. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just looking at other at richer people doing yeah, stuff. I just feel like let's just do let's Those just lobster tail sure look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You see, like you'll see a channel. They're like, "Oh, you're going to Costa Rica on a budget." It's like we're going to show you all the things you can do. It's like here's yeah. how you can eat for three dollars a day. It's like this doesn't seem fun. This doesn't seem like a vacation. These kids want to fight the monkeys for sugar <laughs> packets. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, uh, that was every vacation. Yeah, it was wild. You want another coffee, please? Oh, I didn't want to. I like how he does it. Like he's a gas digital. Like he's not like. <laughs> I just disrespect my producers. I'm just, like, just sell Vinny. Vinny, yeah, what is Vinny. A black I don't hey, Vinny, boom box. I don't work for you like that, bro. I'm kidding. I'm coming <laughs> over to <laughs> Right away, hey, sir. I don't shine shoes no more. <laughs> he had it ready. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, another vacation one, kind of. Uh, this is from uh, not Nick Skinner. Is it garbage to leave the hotel TV on high when you leave the room? To deter people from breaking in, do you have a protocol in a hotel room? That's a great question for him. Well, that's crazy. Nobody's breaking in your hotel room. I do it for sure. You, I leave the TV on. I leave just it to on let my, them think someone's in there. I leave it on in my apartment. I all the time. What I do at my home is I set up. Um, you remember in Home Alone where he had the all bottles the bottles? Oh, that's a nice. You got fucking Michael Jordan. That's doing what I do at all there. times, and I have strings <laughs> and I have music playing. Yeah. I don't let anybody think. I think I, there's a lot of people there. Sure. <laughs> Not only is someone home, we're having a party. Yeah, dude. Just corn blasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you use the safe in a hotel room. If I'm in another country, yeah. Oh, this if I'm, if were... I'm in this country, no. So if I'm in another country, because I've had money stolen from me in other really? countries. Hotel staff. Like have out of the to... bag? 
they yeah, got they in just, your bag or whatever. I didn't even have a lot of cash. And I, it, it, you're just broke. I remember I was in Puerto Rico singing at the Paradisas Resort, which was the only all-inclusive resort in Puerto Rico at that time. I think it still is. And, um, yeah, the staff I had, we only had a couple hundred dollars. We, it was all-inclusive, so it was like everything's paid for. I used uh, to love it all-inclusive. You just have to get there. Got to get just If you're there, get there, I got a couple hundred dollars. God forbid something happens. Sure. sure. Just get there. But that's it. So we were staying at this. As long as they don't run out of shrimp, we're good. That's that. And, yeah, they stole, like, the money they stole the cash. The cash was gone, and that's all I had. So I know they stole the cash. Damn. And um, yeah, it becomes a whole to do. And then I, I was, I started getting even more annoyed because I had to go file a report and go to this office, and it's this big, massive resort. So like half my day is just on golf courts, going back and forth, yeah. like writing shit, and like it's just, it's really annoying. So yes, if I'm in another country, I use the safe every time. My watch. Um, what do you do with your passport when you're abroad? Do you take it out with safe. you or you put safe. it safe in? Safe. And don't okay. take it with you when you go around. Never, anywhere, no. I take gotcha. a picture of it on my phone. Gotcha. That's what we were just yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about because I'm doing, uh, I'm going, I'm hitting Greece. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were talking about I, it. I, I gave you advice. You did. I, I tried to get, it. did he tell you the advice I gave him? What? Not go. I said, don't go where you're going. Yeah. Why? He's going to Santorini, which is uh, me and my girl. Me and my girl. It's just all went. stairs. He's worried about the stairs. Yeah, that's. He that's told me that. that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay. It's the fuck, dude. I, I. It's not just stairs. It's, and he said there's another island that is just as nice, but not as touristy and not as expensive. Not as expensive. Not as touristy. I think it's called mm-hmm. Seasons Fifty Two. <laughs> I believe. It's, it's the same people who own Santorini. <laughs> That's the same squid. <laughs> same ocean. Santorini, Naxos, Paros. What are you doing? Um, yeah, no, no. Santorini was like, dude, it was so romantic and beautiful, right? It was like really, really incredible. But just so you know, like, it is like you're climbing the rocky stairs every day. No, I got you. Every day. Like, you get you. to the top of the stairs every day, you're going to fucking jump up and down with no, your girl not. covered in sweat. Um, well, here's the thing. We're, we're, doing, uh, we're doing a weight loss challenge on the, on the Patreon. And I got, I got to, I got to make some ground up before I get back. So I'm gonna need all the walking and all the stairs I can handle. Yeah, the stairs. The st- Which is about three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need 500. You can handle two, maybe three. It was, it, it was one of the most romantic places I ever was. We had like one of those little cave, like carved out cave sure. hotels. Like it's like yeah. literally side into the side of the mountain. We had a hot tub that just like literally we were staring out into the the caldera, the mm-hmm. big volcano. As romantic as it gets, you know. I've been using that word like such an asshole ever since I heard about romantic. What, no, caldera. 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 Yeah, if you're staying in any of them in Via, it's it's in the area where the yes, where right. the windmills are. Yeah, I stayed. Old I, windmills. We yeah, we 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 all stayed in Via. That that's it. And it's that. Oh, that's fancy. That's that's my spot right there, the one on the left. Let's see. That you have that whole thing. You have that whole thing. Let's this see. fucking click, guy. Click it. Click it. Ooh. You got that whole villa? I got that whole villa. You got it. You got to do that. <laughs> you got to do it. This guy breaking my balls for spending money. It wasn't that bad. What do you mean? I use my points and miles. Is that the lie we're using? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do we stay? We it stayed. wasn't that bad, and it took two times for the, for the card to go through. Yeah. It almost didn't happen. Because Navy Federal was playing hardball with Dougie, it. It's 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 really nice. You're gonna love it. Yeah, I'm excited. You're gonna love it, dude. But I, I was asking suggesting some restaurants. You'll fucking dude. The fucking the food is really really good. The, I'll tell you right now, it's it's really good. But it's not like Italy, where in Italy I eat everything. I'm just oh, eating. No, yeah. the, I love Italian food. I don't love Mediterranean food. I love it. I got so a real problem with it. You have a problem Mediterranean? Oh, you're, you're gonna love it. Best fish I ever had in my entire life was in. Uh, 
Huh. It was in Paros, but it was it was in, <laughs> it was in Greece. Best fish I ever had in my life. Seasons fifty two. All right, let's do a couple more questions here, and then we can hit the bricks. This one's from Colin. Never had one read. This is just a good time. Ever pretend a power tool was an actual real gun? Always. Yeah. I can't not have a drill in my hand without fucking doing the quick draw McGraw on you. Quick draw. I actually almost robbed a KFC with a screwdriver. <laughs> okay. Yeah, when I was the like cocktail, not eighteen. The... No, when I was eighteen, I, uh, I, I've told the story on Skanks and all these shows. But if you guys haven't heard it, <laughs> give me all the money. You're going to take these booths apart. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, man, give me two or three hours. This place is going to be a shambles. You just drop a couple of screws real slow on the counter. No, what I was going to do, I was going to hold it in my shirt and be like, yeah, stick them up, you see, uh, with the, the blunt end of it. Um, I worked at KFC at the time. Don't make me use this vibrator on you. So I, or I, I guess I had just stopped working at KFC like a couple months before. Wait, you were gonna rob the store you worked at? I worked at a different one. So it was the the, the it was the KFC He's was not a franchise. An <laughs> but I knew I knew the process for KFC. Like oh, what, this place the, is right for the taking. The end day. of the night. Oh shit! I knew how, how much money was in the bag. I knew how they went out the back. It was a lock bag, and it was like three grand. I was gonna ruin my life for like three grand. And um, the plan was to show up and jump out of the bushes and be like, give me, you know. And the Did guy, you have a disguise? I had a ski mask. I remember I, I stole the ski mask. I went to, to Models because I, I was like, I, I can't be on camera buying a ski Put mask. Put the ski mask in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> you tell anybody about this, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I sold the ski mask. Um, and then I was going to show up in a ski mask, and I was in the bushes. I was there. Like, wh- the guy came out, and I just chickened out. <laughs> Lewis, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you don't work at this store anymore. I just chickened out, and I didn't do it. And I, I mean, dude, you're like one or two decisions away from yeah. being dead or there was in jail. A few, yeah, there was a few very, very close. Like, we had a pizzeria owner that we worked for that was going to pay us to burn down the pizzeria. Um, and he called it off last minute. We were Did on our way to do it. Fellas? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we were on our way to do it. Yeah, one of the kids from Railroad Avenue. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, we both worked at that pizzeria as delivery boys. That's a high dollar, sophisticated crime, though. That's white collar. That's both. That's white. He was gonna give us. He was gonna give us five five grand each. That's all right. You still need somebody. And the whole plan was we were gonna take. uh, We didn't know how anything worked. We were gonna take lighter fluid and then spray it all over the fuse box. Just the fuse box, and we're gonna light the fuse box. And in our mind, that was gonna fucking. You know, those wires were gonna fucking all just like catch fire on the inside. We didn't think about it. It was literally going to be a little shitty fire. We were going to get caught. He was going to rat us out and say he had no idea, and that was going to be the end of my life. And you think that's made- what was going to happen? Yeah, he was never. He was going to. He wasn't going down when we got caught. Yeah. The owner of the pizzeria, no way. He wasn't going to be standing. At the, uh, what took you so long? Did you get the five grand up front? Or- didn't get anything. No, we didn't do it. We called it off, uh, or he called it off the night of, um, just because. Man, we like the. I was a bouncer at the time, um, and. The whole idea was I was going to, my buddy was going to pick me up. I was going to literally be at work. I was going to dip out the back door so I have an alibi. He's going to pick me up. We we're going to drive to the pizzeria, which was about 15 minutes from there, and then drive back in that half hour. And hopefully, like, that was enough to not fucking, it was fucking stupid. Lewis, why do you smell like calzones? <laughs> <laughs> and Zippo like lighter cal- fluid. <laughs> you come back with a slice. <laughs> What? I had it in my lunchbox. It's a little burnt, but it's still good. <laughs> Why are you holding fuses? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Uh, Louis J. Gomez, 
Brand new special out right now on his YouTube page. 30 Minutes with Luis J. Gomez. Check it the fuck out. Yeah, guys. thank you guys. It's it's the best stuff I've ever done. I really appreciate you guys um, having me on. Of course, buddy. We love you. It. Just give it a click. Send it over to a friend. It's, tr- I mean, true fucking dirty, dirty comedy. It's, it's it's one of the darker, dirtier ones of the whole series that we filmed. And um, I think you guys will dig it. If you guys dig good stand-up comedy, I think you'll love this. So please go support it and click on it and share it with a friend. We love it. Kippy, what do you got for him? Guys, we're all over the road as well. Uh, that second show at the Fillmore in Philly is moving, so get those tickets. Don't fucking snooze on that. Uh, third show out in Toronto. Get those fucking tickets. We fucking love you. All tickets are available at com. Gang, we love you. See you next week. Peace. Peace.